welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. So this week, I've been thinking about compulsive storytellers. Now, I do not mean liars, um, just people who can talk effortlessly and at length with a certain kind of narrative flow that discourages interruption. My mother-in-law and my father-in-law were like that, sometimes at the same time. I'm not quite sure how they managed to stay married for as long as they did. Trying to figure out how to fit into those conversations was difficult for me, probably complicated by autism and some stage fright. So I usually just listened and nodded, which seemed to please my in-laws. That was good training for this summer of music gig conversations that wandered far afield from the usual small talk topics that musicians do. I hope you enjoy the show. And she never played harp again, Janet exclaimed. I love a story inside story frame. Travelers recounting ghost encounters in front of a crackling fireplace at the inn. Grandfather reading Billy, the Princess Bride. P.G. Woodhouse's oldest member buttonholing unwary club dudes with yet another golf tale. I love them. Not everybody does. There was a harp player sitting just a few wet feet away on the bandstand. I glanced nervously in her direction, but she didn't seem to have noticed the clarinet section chatter. To be fair, even though I was just a few inches away from Janet, I didn't get every word of the story. Janet's voice was soft, and she spoke quickly. We were a few minutes before sound check, and the distractions were many. Even ordinary conversations can perplex me. I've spent a lot of time as an autistic person trying to figure out how to be appropriate and reciprocal, finding that space between oversharing and a silence that is interpreted as rude. This was an extra weird conversation in a summer that had been stuffed with them. The common musician chit-chat tends to involve clarifications and warnings about repeats and da capos and tempo changes. Complaints about parking and the heat, and as the summer wanes, fall plans. But I kept getting into unexpected topics where the conversation conventions were foggy. Interesting, but feeling a bit perilous. Somehow I've ended up discussing, among other subjects, backyard chicken farming. Is a rooster worth it? How does one set up a coop that shelters the chickens from coyotes? It was hard to follow Janet's story. The orchestra members were arpeggiating and bowing and blatting, waiting for the concertmaster to signal the tuning A. The bandstand was set up in a beautiful outdoor space with statues, trees, flowers, fountains, and a Revolutionary War cemetery, all of them drawing my eye. It was election season, the primaries, and a steady stream of people processed past the stage to vote at City Hall behind us. There were long lines for barbecue at the food truck and for beverages at the wine truck. The sky was a deep blue, broken by a few wispy clouds. The pair of bicycle cops parked near the sound tent looked a little sunburnt. At the two prep rehearsals for this concert, Janet had murmured tales in my direction whenever the conductor put down his baton. 
Stories about old college friends, airport mishaps, failed restaurants, difficulties with Japanese cucumber salad, and more. In response, I would lean towards her and interject a couple of words or nod to reassure her that I was listening. Not that I could make out every word. However, she always telegraphed the punchlines clearly with a surprise expression, at which point I'd smile and say, wow, or think of that. Janet thumped into the chair beside me and opened her clarinet case. She'd forgotten her wind clips. As she put her horn together, she told me about her sister. My sister played the harp. She was great. She toured with Barry Manilow and Bette Midler. She also got harassed and stalked. This was back in the day. Nobody would do anything to help her. Everyone she asked for help said her stalker would have to do something more than telephone incessantly. She tried pretending that there was a policeman listening in on his calls. That worked for a little while, but then he came back. Finally, he told her he'd leave her alone if he could have a personal memento, and he asked for her harp. She quoted him an enormous price, enough to buy two harps and more. He agreed, and they set a place in a time. A couple of her friends came with her on the night. This was New York, so they couldn't bring guns, Janet said, rolling her eyes. So they brought boards with nails in them in case he tried anything rough. One of them counted the cash. It was all there. She gave him the harp. The stalker kept his word and stayed away. My sister used the money to buy a grand piano and finance law school, and she never played harp again. How to respond? I have my own stalker story, which is fairly dramatic, although less so than Janet's sisters. Mine happened in Chicago, so there was a gun involved. However, this wasn't the right frame. I wasn't a fellow traveler at the inn or someone with a book in hand. I was the captive audience. Even so, something more than think of that seemed to be required. I decided on a question. What made you think of that story? Oh, I don't know, said Janet, her eyes sliding past the harpist. A truck rumbled by on Hancock Street. She started to tell me about her mother, the piano teacher, and a vase. But then it was time for the A, and I never heard the ending. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your day here. As a reader, I've sometimes felt sorry for the golf club dudes who popped into the bar for a drink and snack and maybe to boast about their day on the links and found themselves stuck instead listening to the oldest member's monologue. Not too sorry, of course. These are flat characters with a function, and Woodhouse is a master of story-inside-story technique. It's interesting to picture myself as a flat character in this circumstances, and it also kind of reminds me that I don't always need to be rounded. Um, As a writer, a frame device isn't something that I've attempted much, but I'm planning to try it more. How about you? There's a link to my WordPress blog in the description box if you'd like to read the original. Also, if you're inclined to support this show, that would be much appreciated. Every little bit helps. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.